Welcome to the Scott Shepherd Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. What is up, friend and fellow anti-netter? Scott Shepard here, driving to the office on a 10.35 a.m. on a Monday. And you know what I started doing recently uh, is, it's just really an awesome exercise, is I started listening to the old podcasts of a very prolific and profound, he's an exceptional marketer. And I don't want to name him because I don't want to um, kind of throw dirt at him um, and embarrass him. However, what has happened is this guy has been one of the best, um, I would say, uh, kind of software marketers on the planet for the past, like, I would say since 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. So from 2000, let's say 2015 to 2020, the best software uh, marketer on the planet Earth. And what has happened recently is he's kind of fallen off like completely. He's gotten completely distracted. He's lost sight of his kind of core audience. And like, he's just made this the biggest strategic blunder I've ever seen. And the strategic blunder is that of just deciding not to develop the core underlying flagship product and instead you know, focus on a, a 2.0 version that is completely different and is not even backwards compatible with a previous version. And also a, a new competitor has stemmed up that is actually on point, like listening to their audience way, way freaking better and adding all the features that his, you know, this um, software entrepreneur marketers 2.0 version was supposed to add and it, they've done it way, way, way better. They iterate faster. They produce faster. They've nailed like the hardest components um, of this software to nail. And it's kind of been crazy because all of the, the um, you know, the diehards, the client success stories, all of the testimonials and like the key figures that this marketing software entrepreneur uh, used to tout, they've all switched to this new platform, this new competitor. And it's kind of sad from afar to watch him like his like the rugs being kind of pulled out from under him because he's kind of lost focus and really lost touch, honestly, with reality. Like he's kind of built this super hypey, hypey, hypey movement. And in in a a lot of ways, he's like very, like very self-aware and very much in touch with reality. And he doesn't have a huge ego, you know, and I'm not saying that. But it's kind of like he's he lost focus and now like a competitor has come and like 
unseated him and he's starting to slowly but surely realize it and like the strategic decision in his software to like switch to this 2.0 version has been a complete blunder and you know an- another thing is what he has done with his podcast lately he's like messages all over the place it's lost focus and his podcast you know he starts every podcast with a with a message like a basically a creed of you know what he's doing what he's focused on essentially and um what ended up happening is you know after after essentially like all of this it's just it's been kind of crazy to see you know this titan this essentially this you know a mini roman empire slowly but surely decline and fall and i of course think his his i don't count him out like i think the 2.0 version of his software could maybe in like six months or a year um come back and do fairly well but i just don't see it competing with this competitor that has sprung up and anyway like the competitor like i'm even in the competitor's um facebook group and i've asked for certain features and literally this the co-founder of this this competitive software which is now like very big their co-founder got back to me you know uh tagged in at you know did an at sign to the um to the head of the product team the product team tagged it like to his engineers and like this feature that is uh that that i asked about is actually getting done like fast and it's just like i can't really see this this entrepreneur's like 2.0 version of the software even competing anywhere like near the the speed and integration that this other competitor has you know who has come onto the scene is like just starting to unseat uh him and everyone like some of the biggest names like these speakers that this marketer has had at his conferences have switched over to the competitor and like now they're the poster child for the competitor so it's kind of crazy to see and what I, you know, what I've started to do is I, I used to really yearn for and I loved listening to the podcasts of this, this entrepreneur and this marketer. He was the best in the world. However, he changed up the format and I, I don't really even listen to it anymore. And so I was like kind of yearning for um, some of the, some of that knowledge and some of that, you know, belief and wisdom and, and all of that, you know, on my drives to the office and something to listen to when I don't want to blast, you know, freaking music. And what I started doing and I ended up doing is I found a, an old, the old version of this guy's podcast that he created from like 2015, 16 and 17 and like a little bit, um, in 2018, I think he actually transitioned out of it in 2017 and then he transitioned to this new podcast platform and he ran the new podcast platform for a few years so anyway what I started to do was I started to listen to his old stuff like uh, from 2015 2016 2017 and this is like during the time when he actually uh, went on a complete rise into um, you know and created an absolute movement and I've like noticed and picked up like a few really fascinating things from listening to the times in which he was actually plugged into his audience and really listening to his his people and like kind of on point and this is important because 
you know, I don't know how much this guy, and I talk about in issue number eight of the Scott Shepard letter, I talk about, um, you know, this framework called the VLC framework that keeps you in touch with your core audience and makes sure that you're always on the pulse and that whenever you're researching anything or creating anything or writing anything, you're going to actually be in sync with the the needs, wants, desires, struggles, challenges of your people. And I I don't know like what happened, but it, it seems like he in most recent times he's just kind of stopped listening to his people and he's kind of like overruled them or guessed what they really want. And um you know when I'm listening to his old podcasts from 2015, 2016, 2017 there's also a big messaging change. And the messaging change is that, you know, he used to say like, oh, we're, you know, an underground group of entrepreneurs, marketers, and, you know, we're here to, um, you know, fight against the VCs, venture capitalists, startups. We're here to like, bootstrap ourselves to success, all of that. Like it's a core part of his message and he's super passionate about it. And in his most recent podcast, like that, it's all shifted. Like it's kind of vague and he's like, welcome to, you know, this X podcast where we're talking about, and he just like, kind of just, it just sounds overproduced and kind of like bullcrap. And, um, it's sad because even in like some of the episodes, I'm like listening to these episodes and I'm like, man, if only this, this, uh, marketer could go back and listen to his old stuff, he would find himself completely contradicting himself and what he's saying today. And not that that's a bad thing. We all grow and we all like will, you know, contradict some of the things we say. But I think if you're kind of declining and, uh, you know, you're like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing different? You should go back and listen to your old stuff. And more importantly, you should like listen to your old core message and get in touch with what used to inspire you. And one of the things that I'm taking away from this is like, my core message around the anti-net settle costin and that whole movement is really kind of the higher level philosophy that I truly believe in is, you know, the hard way is the way. The hard way is the best way. The hard way is the easy way. The old school way of writing by hand, by thinking on paper and slowing down the mind, not doing too much, but focusing. That way is the way, right? And so... Um, you know, I'm crafting, putting kind of the finishing touches right now on my big, freaking, um, amazing, transformative, like kind of flagship program wherein I take others under my wing and I help them essentially, you know, make a living um, writing one thing a month, making a hell of a six figure living, writing, creating one thing a month. And, you know, as I'm doing that, some of the feedback that I've gotten from um, my business partner and like we're working on this together, like this whole this whole presentation. And one of the things is that, um, you know, he keeps like emphasizing to me, like in the very beginning, I was almost like too much like, oh, no, the hard way is the way you need to do it the hard way. Right. And, you know, his feedback is, you know, he's he's trained in the the. Um, you know, the, the land of, okay, well, we need to make an offer at that's actually successful and sexy to the masses. And what do the masses want? Well, they want a pill. They want that magic pill, the thing that like, oh, you don't have to do anything. And you're going to have like a six figure, you know, income 
um, writing and creating, writing one thing a month and having a multi six figure income, right? And, you know, I'm not about that, you know, and he's not saying that I should be about it, but there's a balance to it. And, you know, one of the, the, the key components is like, actually, like you have to, you have to hedge people into it and ease people into it. Like I'm about, yes, you can make a killer multi six figure living writing one thing a month. Um, but I'm also, I never say, Hey, it's easy. You know, I say there's simple ways to do it because it is simple. If you sit down on your ass and have some assiduity and write one thing a month, it is simple. Um, but you know, the core message and the core thing that I believe and that my people need to see, and you know, that's completely congruent with who I am is I believe the old way, the hard way, the analog way, you know, is the way it is the best way. And so that's one of the things that, that I need to make sure that I never lose sight of. I don't, the, the, the one mistake I could make is like to make, make it seem like, oh yeah, you can use AI and you can use this and all these dumb tricks, these dumbass tricks. Like, you know, AI's, AI's for freaking tards, man. It is seriously for just lazy idiots that are just wasting their freaking time and life. And that's what I truly believe. And there's a part in my, um, there's a part in my, you know, video sales letter that I'm thinking of, I'm just going to ax where I talk about, and it's totally possible where you can like train AI to help you kind of outline your physical monthly newsletter. And, you know, I talk about that because, Hey, it's a, it's kind of a fad, you know, like big hypey topic. But like, as I'm going into the office today, I'm like, you know what? Like, screw it. I don't even want to mention that. Like, I don't even want to waste my time with that. Like, if that's going to attract some people that are like, oh, I want AI, you know, then I'm going to scratch it. Even though like the way I present it, it's, hey, yeah, you, you can actually use AI to help you, but it's like a co-pilot. Like I'm thinking of even cutting that. So we'll see. I'll probably will. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm getting to the office and I want to share that with you. It's like never lose sight of your higher level message and standing for something bigger than yourself. And if you fa- find yourself like kind of like getting out of touch with your audience and your people, then A, number one, read issue number eight of the Scott Shepard letter. And then B, um, you know, go back and listen to the previous versions of your content, your podcasts, whatever you create. That's why I'm a kind of a big fan of um, podcasting as a platform, because you're able to kind of get out your true thoughts. And, uh, you know, even if it's email, go back and read your old stuff, or an essay or whatever. Okay. All right. Anyway, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Always remember to stay crispy, my friend. Peace. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo freaking hipster crappy product like all the other podcasters do. All right. So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. 
And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.